0: I'm actually recording this as I'm walking, as I'm walking near some trails by my house, and the reason why I'm doing this—it's like a um, an object lesson, in this little sermonette about walking, about standing, about sitting. Um, and how those activities will relate to a spiritual thing. Uh, bear with me as I walk. Let me tell you something. I want to read the scripture of Psalm 11, but I'm going to do that a little later. I'm going to give you the breakdown of Psalm 11 first, and then we'll read the scripture. I'm entitling this Sit, Stand, Walk. We have Psalm one that says that uh, blessed is the person that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Walks not. In other words, blessed is the person who is not walking with ungodly godly people who are giving them counsel or ungodly advice. And that's one of the reasons why I'm walking today and recording this show is to show that object lesson. Number two, it says Blessed is the person that uh, that doesn't walk in the counsel of Godly, nor do, do they stand in the way of sinners. So not only do they not walk, they don't even stand in the way of those particular type of individuals. Number three, it says, nor do they sit in the seat of the scornful no standing no walking no sitting well the order is walk stand sit and so the verse what I noticed takes the activity of movement from its highest form walking to its lowest form of movement sitting, just dwelling and hanging out. This is interesting because first we see walking or the exercise of movement in the advice of people who are not God worshipers. That's the first thing we see is walking. I'm going uphill right now and I can feel the Uh, the strain on my lungs and on my legs walking up a pretty steep hill. And so I'm exercising my body and what Psalm 11 is saying, if you you take that kind of effort with listening to ungodly people, taking advice and counsel from them, You're not blessed. See, if you put that kind of effort in listening to ungodly advice. All right. The second movement is now restricted from walking to standing. You see how the physical activity goes down, but it seems like the spiritual activity moves in the opposite direction going up. So now Blesses a person who doesn't stand. Let's see, because it still requires energy to stand. If I were to stop right now and uh, stand where I'm walking, take some video, some photos, uh, the the effort would be less, right? However. I'm still standing. I can only walk or stand a certain length of time. We see that uh, we're not to stand in or with the journey or ways of sinners at all. We're not supposed to walk in that way, in that pathway. We're not supposed to stand with them in solidarity in their ungodly advice, ungodly journey. Right? The third aspect we see in this psalm is that we can't be completely still in a seated position either with those who mock or revile the godly things. I want you to think of uh, Second Peter chapter 2, it says that in the last days, the last times, and I don't believe this is restricted to just the first century or to 70 AD, but the last times of the Messianic kingdom from the time the new covenant comes into reality by the death and sacrifice of Messiah till the end of what we know as time and history for the, the earthly race. That in these last times he says there'll be scorners and mockers. Scorners and mockers. It's interesting um, that he points these two types of activities out, these two type of, uh, this type of people uh, that he says are false teachers and um, lead people astray, things of that nature, that they were already occurring in his time when he was still alive uh, just about 2,000 years ago. But see, Peter didn't make that up. Peter got that from the prophets of God prior. Peter got that from uh, all the holy prophets all the way down to Enoch seventh of Adam. And Enoch didn't make that stuff up. He got it directly from God. He walked with God and he was taken. Um, The book of Enoch explains uh, more about that and about his prophecies, which is quoted verbatim in Jude, uh, that God will return with ten thousands upon thousands of his saints, his angels, to do judgment on the wicked. So you get my point here. In Psalms it says, "You can't even be." Psalm says, "You can't even be uh, seated in a, a seated position for those who mock and uh, revile the things of God." Now, although it appears we would be expending little energy in doing this. seated among the scornful, we still have to hold our bodies up in a seated position. So none of these activities equates total rest in God. None of them. And the only rest can be found in God's law. Once again, don't be ignorant about the law of Moses versus the moral law of God, God's precepts, God's prophecies, God's Word, God's logos, what God requires of us to be holy, all right? No one here is preaching the law, Moses, no one's huh, bewitching you to go back like the Galatians into the law of ritual, it's not ceremonial law, it's God's law, His moral law, His code. And you can only find rest in God's law. We'll show that later in the scripture when we actually read the Psalms. And the subsequent verses show this. But let's look at these three ungodly traits real quick. Number one, advice of the ungodly. Now, I'm not going to give you specifics. You think about how that applies to your life. In what ways... Are you, or maybe have been, or currently doing, taking advice from ungodly people? Taking counsel. Are you walking with them in that? In other words, can two walk on the same path? At least they agree with one another. Birds of a feather do, in fact, flock together, folks. It's important who you associate with who you endorse, who you believe. Number two, a journey. Journey of sinners. Which is our standing. Our standing with sinners. That's our, our journey with them, our path. You're standing in the, the path, in the way, in the manner, in the behavior of, of sinners. I want you to think right now, are you doing that in any way? Are you taking counsel? Or are you on the path or in the journey of ungodly people? Number three, assemble with mockers. That means you're seated with them, you're assembled with them. Um, the Hebrew word means seated as um, specifically like a judgment, in quietness, in uh, habitation, in dwelling. Are you dwelling comfortably? with mockers. Now, you might not think that right off the bat, I don't know anybody who's mocking God or Jesus, but if you're listening to false teachers, false doctrine, if you're watching Christian TV and there's false teachers on there, money preachers, greed, just false prophets, you in fact are assembled with those scorners and those mockers because they are actually mocking the very words of God. And at the end of the day, it's not going to be okay for either them or those of us who assemble with them. So you can see it goes from the least spiritually dangerous activity, what appears to be the most spiritually dangerous activity. It's the opposite of the physical activity, of most to least, which is walk, which is the most, stand, and then sit, being the least. Right now, I'm walking to make my point, but at some point, I'm going to stand, and that's going to be less stress on my body than what I'm doing now. At some point later on, in about an hour and a half, (laughs) 10,000 steps, I'm going to get back, and after stretching, I'm going to sit down, uh, which is... The least activity is something I look forward to. But spiritually, it's climbing up. The analogy here, it's climbing down. Why is that? Why would it be contrasted and opposite? Well, it starts with the least spiritual downfall, taking advice or planning with the wicked. Uh, A person just simply starts out listening to ungodly people. And then it steps up spiritually by condoning or approving See, with their plans, their activities. That's where you're walking in their path. You see? Finally, they are at full spiritual exercise exercise mode by participating or hanging out with the assembled together with those who want God false teachers, false prophets. Read Second uh, Peter chapter 2 and he'll explain to you the false teachers and false prophets, the wicked teachers that were going out even among the early church Well, Peter was still alive back in the first century before the fall of Jerusalem. And you'll look and you'll go, oh, not a whole lot has changed. It hasn't we're in the messianic age, we're in the last days, we're in the last age. And when God pulls the plug on this age, there's gonna be no other ages except the eternal kingdom of God. You understand? What Peter wrote isn't specific. Well, he wrote specific to his audience for a century, reminding them of these things. But his words don't stop there. Why are they appropriate to us? Because they didn't stop at AD 70. They stopped when God stops. Time. And, and Peter's getting these ancient prophecies from the the old time prophets. He's getting it from Enoch. Uh, Peter and Jude are you know very much alike in what they say. Uh, Jude quotes Enoch verbatim. It's he's the seventh from Adam. God gives him the revelation of what's going to be in the last days. Okay, we're going to be mockers. We don't want to sit. We don't want to relax and inhabit and dwell with these these people. Because it gets easier and easier to participate in sin the deeper we go. You understand? So, let's look at Psalms in the King James Version. Let's read the whole thing so you get this in context. Psalms, starting with Psalm. One verse one says, uh, "Blessed is the man, or the person, the human. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord." Understand that. Remove yourself. from from ungodly people, people who are mocking the Lord, scornful, who are giving bad, ungodly advice and counsel, who are on a path of destruction. You delight yourself in the law of the Lord, period, the law of the Lord. It says, and in his law, doth he, the man, you and me, meditate. Day and night. What does that mean? It means we ponder, we think about it, we wrestle with it, we deal with it, we ask questions about God's law, we ask questions about how we can better know God. How can we better understand His ways? How can we better serve? How can we uh, better please Him in the lives He gives us? How could we be living? sacrifices See, you meditate on that you ponder it and guess what if you do that and you move yourself away from uh, wicked people false teachers false prophets all this stuff uh here's here's what you'll be you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water okay that tree brings forth fruit in his season. In other words, the fruit that's going to be brought forth in the season is the direct result of meditating on the law of God. It's the direct result of not walking uh, with those who give ungodly counsel. It's a direct result of not standing with those who are wicked in their paths and in their journeys. Not taking that uh, that path. It is. It is not sitting or resting uh, in those in those things and those. Uh, Wicked ways—it's all of those things. That removal of those things, and it coupled with the uh, the uh, the meditation of of the law and of the precepts will make that person bring forth fruit in due season, in his season. So it's not like. You're constantly on high. It's not like you're constantly uh, spiritually minded feeling strong. It's when you need it when your faith is tested, when the schnizzle hits the fan, you have something there because you haven't been taking bad advice, walking in wrong paths or just accepting false teaching, false doctrines, wicked people. Now in Peter, if you look at 2 Peter, when he talks about wicked people and false teachers, and so he's not talking about pagans. He's not talking about heathens. He's not talking about those in the world. He's talking about those within their congregations. He's talking about those who attend their love feasts, their agape meals their um, communions. That's what he's talking about. You have to understand this. The danger that's out there. The psalm continues. It says, the leaf of the tree that's planted by the water, it always has nourishment. It's always growing. That leaf shall not wither. In other words, when, when it's tested, when that sun comes out, when that heat hits it, It doesn't wither away and whatsoever he does shall prosper whatever whatever he does is prosper now that's not prosperity gospel that means to push forward to break out to come to go over good it means to advance to prosper to make progress to succeed that has nothing to do with money or prosperity teaching you're going to prosper in the things of the Lord. You're going to prosper. You're going to succeed in the things of life because you're not taking ungodly counsel. You're you're honoring God. You're not hanging out with mockers. The verse four says the ungodly are not so. It's clear as a bell. Those who who are, are teaching falsely, those who are uh, mocking the words of God, who are twisting the Bible, twisting the Scripture, coming out with new translations like the Passion Bible, um, <laughs> you know, coming out with new ways, new fresh ideas for the words of God. They're scorning, they're mocking, they're ungodly. It's not okay. It's not gonna be okay for them. It's not gonna be okay for those who follow them. You have to understand this. The ungodly are not so, they are like shaft, which the wind driveth away. You understand that? It's not okay, they're not going to go, well done, good and faithful servant. I know you uh, made a bad Bible translation, misled people about my mystery and my gospel, but it's okay because once saved, always saved. Uh, You know, you act like a Christian, walk like a duck, speak like a duck, you must be a duck. It's not okay. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. What does that mean, not stand in the judgment? They're not going to survive. The judgment, that's what that means. I'll show you. The Hebrew word for stand means to be continued to abide. It means to be established, performed or confirmed. They shall not be confirmed, they shall not be established. I didn't make it up, that's the Hebrew word. They shall not stand in the judgment. It doesn't mean they're not gonna be judged, it means they're not gonna make it. Nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous So sinners, those who uh, are in rebellion against God, those who mock his word, those who don't believe in his His promises, those who have no faith, they're faithless, those who are fearful, cowardly, uh, those greedy people, they're greedy. They go the way of Balaam for money, for greed. It's not going to be okay. They're not going to stand. They're not going to survive in the congregation of the righteous, those who have right standing. We all have to make a decision on what side we want to be on. What choice we want to make. Now, verse 6, the last verse says, For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. He knows the way of the righteous. How does, how does the Lord know the way of the righteous? He just told you, don't walk in the way. Don't stand in the way. Don't sit in the way. Don't listen to the ungodly. Don't go their way. If you don't do that, he knows the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. The way of the ungodly shall perish. I know. I know, music to your ears, right? So to summarize it, I'm walking up the hill again. I'm walking up a really nice hill so I could get my object lesson in. I don't want to spend the effort walking with false teachers, false prophets, ungodly people. We don't want to stand with them. We don't want to approve them, condone what they're doing. Oh, he's a fellow megachurch pastor. Uh, He wrote this new book. He promotes my books. I promote his books we stand together. No, we don't want that. And last but not least, to sit, to relax, to indwell, to dwell with. To sit and observe and do nothing but be part of scoffers and mockers. So Psalms 1.1. Psalms one, verse one through six, I believe. Look it up, you get a chance, also look up second Peter, read the whole letter actually. And you'll see that in Peter chapter three, he does address the uh, end of days and the melting of all elements and the earth uh, and the heavens melting like wax. Uh, Very Enochian prophecy. Okay, things the ancients knew that our uh, religious scholars and teachers uh, have kept from us. Some of you know what I'm talking about. So let's keep our focus. Now's not the time of just twisting our heads around, looking for life to return and activity and things of that nature. I'm not saying anything's wrong with living life or, you know, enjoying yourself down here. I'm saying keep your focus. And by all means, let's not get uh, heady-minded. Let's not think we stand when we don't. Let's not be uh, so confident because we do all the religious practices. Let's, Let's take stock. Let's really take heed of ourselves. Let's really make sure of our assurance. Uh, All of us need to really ask that question. Are we really saved? How do I really know I'm saved? Okay? And you work that out. You know that you know. You know that you know. And nothing can take that from, all right? So, I'm at the top of my hill. That's it for now. God bless everyone. I wanna remind you, at the end here, the 10th song CD, Take off your mask, it's been released, it came out. It's on all streaming services, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, Weezer Deezer, anything you can imagine, you can find it. Type in Mesquite Cafe. Uh, On YouTube, type in Mesquite Cafe, Mesquite Cafe uh, Blues Band, um, you'll find it. Uh, We're on Facebook, Mesquite Cafe on Facebook. We have all the videos up there. I also have all the videos uh, that we've done. We're only uh, two videos shy on this uh, particular album to have completed, but all the videos are on fifthhookmedia.com. Also, kapowradioshow.com. So you have no excuse not to watch the videos. Let's listen to the music. If you like it, stream it. If you want a physical CD, you can donate 12 bucks to Fifth Hook Media or Kapal Radio Show. It will mail you one out. Why 12 bucks? Well, I've going to cover the cost of making them and shipping them. So if you donate 12 bucks through PayPal, I'll give you a physical CD. And um, so anyway, just, just a gentle reminder that that's out there. Take a look, take a listen, and uh, everybody else have a, a beautiful day and God bless.